Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast, where we go in-depth with practical ways for you to pray, vote, and engage. Today, we are joined by Christians Engaged Vice President Tracy Bradford. Tracy is a longtime activist, and she will be sharing a bit of her story on how she went from activist to leading a pro-family organization in Texas. Tracy's interview is the first of many in an ongoing series we're launching within the podcast. We will be featuring some biographical interviews with fellow board members and friends of the ministry on how they became involved in politics and engagement. We hope you enjoy them. Hey everybody, it's Bunny Pounds with here with another Conversations with Christians Engaged podcast. Okay, we're starting a whole bunch of new stuff in January, and I love that we are going to start a series once a month. We're going to have one of our board members and leaders with Christians Engaged tell their story um, about political activism. How in the world did they get involved? What is their area of interest? Why are they on our leadership? There's so many rich stories of our leadership with Christians Engaged. And so I wanted to start with number one, numero, and that's my good friend, one of my best friends, Tracy Bradford, who's the vice president of Christians Engaged. Tracy. Hello. Hello. This will be fun. Yes. (laughs) And we got Tracy a new light. So if you're watching on video, we can actually see her now, which I'm so excited about. So Tracy you and I have been friends for about four or five years, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, we met when you were the president of Texas Eagle Forum. And I was so blessed when you signed on to be a part of Christians Engaged with us. It was like, you know, an ooh moment for me. Well, I was like, okay, I, I can, I'm going to have the courage to do this if you're with me, right? So, um, Tell us, uh, let me, okay, let me just say this. Tracy is a homeschooling mom of seven. She's got grandkids now. Um, She has led a prayer movement for promise keepers. Um, She has been involved as the president of Dallas Eagle Forum and then um, Texas Eagle Forum, which Eagle Forum is like our pro-family advocacy group. Um, If you've ever heard of Phyllis Schlafly, um, she kind of got a little famous lately through a, a new series called um, Mrs. America on Hulu. But Phyllis is like our hero when it comes to conservative movement and family, pro-family politics. I mean, here's a woman that just, you know, got it done at her kitchen table sending out newsletters. Yeah. And so Tracy, just start, let's start at the beginning. I just want you to tell a little bit of your story for the next 30 minutes to kind of inspire people that they can start from nothing and lead a statewide organization and be the vice president of Christians Engaged. Yay. <laughs> so, okay, I've heard for years, we, we do these little panels around the state where you talk about being a child watching the news. So start with that. What does Tracy Bradford as a little girl look like as it relates to the news and politics? Yeah, as far back as I can remember, I loved government, I loved history and politics. I mean, I can remember asking my parents, I had to be under the age of five because we lived in West Texas and we moved at that time, um, why, why they were talking about voting, what was voting and why it was important 
And one of the things that was interesting as I was looking over some of the questions, um, just how that was just always, I don't really remember a time that wasn't there. And so when my dad would, you know, he was very much about you vote, like if you don't vote, don't gripe about it. So um, I think it's just, it was always there and encouraged, but it's just, um, I, I can't imagine not being involved in it. Even when I try not to think about it, I think about it. So, but as a little kid, I, I thought it was very interesting. Well, and somehow you you made the correlation between watching the news and the problems going on in the nation and actually praying for them, right? Mm -hmm. Talk mm -hmm. about that. You know, my this is really interesting. My earliest memory is being, again, around four or five years old, and the news just happened to be on, and there was a very alarming story. Uh, I actually went back to double check because I thought, Am I even getting this right? Because that's been so long ago. It's been over 50 years ago. And it was when an ABC news anchor um, was shot on live TV. It was, he was down in Nicaragua. And as a little kid, I just happened to be walking through the room and, and saw the video on the news. And I still today can remember that. And I remember I prayed about it right then. So wow. that kind of started that whole um, process. So even, I mean, I was real sick when I was around, I think I was 12 and I uh, watched some news and watched some TV and I would just pray the things that came up. Um, it was just like, kind of like a way of having a prayer list. <laughs> so, um, and that's, I mean, that's part of our DNA here at Christians Engage is trying to get people to connect the dots that God cares about our city, our state and our nation. And he wants us to partner with him in prayer. And, and that's our greatest tool. That's our greatest weapon, right? Um, nothing is more important than that. And we are really um, sitting in the place of the kingdom when we're engaging in prayer over our nation. So you've kind of found your, your sea legs for, you know, in the place of intercession as an intercessor mm -hmm. and kind of leading prayer for our nation. And I know you took a, a gig with Promise Keepers for a while. Tell us about how that happened and, you know, what did that look like? Because Promise Keepers is a movement for men, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, you know, I think when we pray, it's like a circle of when we pray, he will then, whether it's enlarging your territory, whether it's honing a certain area, you know, for me, um, that whole issue of supporting men um, was very important to me. I, you know, that was just something that was kind of rooted in me to be an encourager. I appreciate how the, the, the biblical set up for a man and a wife and um, when promise keepers even before promise keepers I, I prayed about that and when promise keepers came along it was very interesting because to me it was just like we had all these women meetings you know there were all these things going on where women could gather and there was nothing for men right and what's really weird about that story is um I love football I grew up loving to watch football and one thing we're in my Texas <laughs> Well, and, and you know, one thing about my husband that I think probably won him over was that I actually knew like college football coaches names. And so I think that was the, the moment, but impressive. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, well, I was an Aggie, but you know, yeah, you're an Aggie. That's right. But um, we, I was actually in bed rest with my first, before I had my first child. And so I was watching, um, we were watching football 
And that's the year that Colorado, uh, Colorado Buffaloes won the national championship. And they interviewed the coach McCartney who actually started Promise Keepers. And when they interviewed him, that's when I got put on my heart, pray for this man. So I started praying for him long before I got involved with Promise Keepers. So when his son, we moved to Texas, we don't know really anybody. We haven't even lived here six months. And I get a phone call from his son would you lead the prayer room at Promise Keepers? And that was the year Stand in the Gap. So there was a lot of prayer going on. And it was just God connecting the dots and just cracked me up because how, you know, how that all came together, I just felt the call in my heart to pray for men and that men would have a place to come together and be encouraged and share the Lord. And, you know, and I can't tell you the running those prayer rooms and being back there and praying and then they get to go out and listen to, an entire stadium full of men singing amazing grace or, you know, there's just nothing like it. Nothing, so, nothing. Yeah. That's so good. So um, you started connecting the dots though, between I'm praying for my nation. I'm praying for the state of Texas. I'm praying for men to actually starting to get involved with some political activism. And that word kind of freaks people out, right? They're like, I don't know. Yeah. I want to get involved with political activism. Um, talk to us about that. How did that come about in your life? How did you start getting involved? So people sometimes will ask like, how did you get to be the head of Texas Eagle Forum? I'm like, that really isn't the question to ask because honestly, it started when I was a homeschool mom with young kids. I wanted to do something. I wanted to be a part and be engaged. Ah, Christian's engaged and, um, it's always been in me, but, um, what ended up happening, you know, when you're home and I was homeschooling and we would read history, we would talk about things that were happening and, and try to, I wanted my kids to have a good foundational understanding of the constitution and why we should be grateful for this country and what we can we do to make it better, you know, but that it's a gift from God, regardless of where you live, he has put you in the place for just that time. And little by little, you know, I would start, um, I got a computer and then I started sending out you know, email alerts to certain friends. And by, before I knew it, they were actually asking me for my list of who I was voting for. And uh, a good friend of mine, Ann Quest, actually invited me. I'd known her through Promise Keepers. We had prayed all over the stadium, over every seat in Texas Stadium. We had about 30 people that did that. And um, she invited me to come to an Eagle Forum meeting. And so we went to that, I took my oldest son, we went to that meeting. And so I just started kind of going when I could. And then one day, um, I got a little more involved, a little more involved. And then one day, one of my favorite, just Tracy moments, um, I was leaving and one of the ladies who was the president of Dallas Eagle Forum said, hey, um, I have a question. And I'm thinking, oh, she wants me to bring my pumpkin chocolate chip bread next week. <laughs> Which is good. I, well, you know, I'd made it before and I thought, oh yeah, okay, you know, and so I turn around and I'm thinking, of course, and she said, hey, we've talked and we want you to be, uh, would you be willing to be the president of Dallas Eagle Forum? And wow. I just remember being like, huh? And these <laughs> are a little bunch of women that are like, know everything about the constitution, right? And they know how to talk to their elected officials and they know the who's who of the Dallas political movements, right? And they're asking you, um, you know, 
to leave. So That's I'm amazing. Mind, I'm still a homeschool mom that gets a couple hours a week out to go do this event. You know, I mean, that's where my focus is, but you're right. I mean, one thing I, I really did love about Eagle Form and still do appreciate is these are people who they just really, they, they research. And that was something Phyllis was always very strong on. You need to know your stuff and you don't, you don't just spout off. You need to know and study what you're talking about and always try to present it in a way where there can be a dialogue. And so um, my family, which I have to say is, I couldn't have done any of this without, you know, Scott and the kids being willing to help out because, you know, you are taking some time, even if you're home, you know, you're looking things, reading about bills, you know, you want to stay up on what's happening and um, loved working with that group of women. I really did. And we focused on prayer. You know, that was the, um, before I stepped on the stage for the very first time, which was actually the debate that we had for the state, I mean, for the U.S. Senate race. And that was a, my first time to be up there. And it was the bit, one of the biggest events we'd ever had at Dallas Eagle Forum. Wow. And I, he put them, I mean, God just really put my heart. The first words out of your mouth need to be my word. Well, and Phyllis just had a way of bringing everybody to the table, whether she was Catholic, right? And she, but she mm -hmm. totally built alliances with Protestants, um, anybody that would listen to her and she could agree with, you know, whether they were Mormons or whatever, right? Um, and, you know, she had a gift of just gathering people and getting people to, to go to her cause, Yes. Um, if, if you do watch the Hulu um, disclaimer, if you do watch the Hulu documentary or I'm sorry, series with Kate Blanchett, it is definitely not accurate. Um, you should totally watch um, Ann Corey's uh, notes on what her mother was yeah. actually like. Um, but the, the, what it did show is that Phyllis was an amazing leader. She and, was. She taught, and she's taught us all as women to be amazing leaders. And she was not a, I mean, she, like you said earlier, she started with six women at her kitchen table and even, I mean, wrote her book. I mean, we should be encouraged as women, as moms, as wives, whatever, wherever you are, not, none of that has to hold you back from the call that God has on your life. He will make those things line up in order if we're willing to trust him and listen and, and just walk it out. You know, I think that was kind of my reasoning for when people say, how did you get to be the president of Texas Eagle Forum? When I, my response is God, I'm not being flippant. Mm -hmm. This person could never have gotten to that place. <laughs> I mean, on my own, it, no, no, wouldn't been a good thing. <laughs> so in that role, you were um, helping raise up leaders for different Eagle Forum meetings around the state. You're writing um, a, a monthly newsletter you're producing that, you're producing email alerts, you're going down to the legislature in Austin. Um, you've done that for 10 years, correct? Mm -hmm. 10 years. So that we, they meet biannually. So that's, um, you know, if I can do my math, five sessions, <laughs> five sessions that you were down in Austin. I mean, what did that look like for your life? Uh, what does that look like going to lobby? And that's a, you know, horrible word, lobby. But it's well, actually just, just talking to your legislators about what legislation you want. You were lobbying for what Eagle Forum wanted and what these what is good for Texas families. You know, it goes back again to you know the principles that that really come with Phyllis and that um, which I love to research and and I 
you know, people say, well, what's, what's your interest? I'm like everything. So that's another reason Eagle Forum was something I gravitated towards because they had, they cover every issue. But um, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, we had, you know, at that top point, you know, you've got seven kids at home and your youngest is two and you've got to make that your priority. But at, um, at the same time, everybody worked together for me to just go down for a day, um, you know, as a volunteer, that's on you. And that's the way I really, we felt like was the best way to approach it. And I, I'm kind of weird. I love to read legislation. So, you know, that, that part of it for me was an easier part because it was interesting to me to research it and read about it. What I had to do, first of all, was pray because I had no idea what I was doing. I was terrified to walk in that building. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you it know, there's terrifying a because it's a place of power. Yeah. It's a place of power. And it's, it's like intimidating. It is. And when you have a respect for your, you know, maybe I don't agree with who's the governor at that point or who's running this at that point, but I have a respect um, God tells us to pray for our leaders. I have a respect for our, our nation and our, and our state. Um, but what I, what really was impressed on my heart and what we got to right away was try to build relationships. And I, I you know, a lot of people in politics would tell you that's a dirty word because relationships, you know, don't, it's not personal. Um, that's silly. Of course it is. Um, it, it, there is, it's a level of that you want to treat people the way you want to be treated. That's personal. You know, you want to show respect to people. I, I give credit to the way um, I was raised with my mom um, and saying, always be kind, you know, regardless, be kind. Yes. And that does not mean that I didn't get home and type messages out and have to delete them because I was, you know, maybe really frustrated or, you know, but, but it was always important. And two, I was representing, you know, me and my family. I'm representing Texas Eagle Forum or Dallas Eagle Forum, but I'm also more than anything, I'm representing God right. and people can act like that is not part of it, but whether you go to work every day or you go down to Austin once a week, whatever it is, um, that's my main thing. Sorry about that. That's my main focus really is to be, uh, um, I'm an ambassador for Christ. Right. Right. So, well, and you got your family involved. I mean, what does that look like for busy moms out there or dads that are like, okay, yes, I need to save my country. Yes, I need to do something, but I've got, you know, they have no excuse. You had seven children, Tracy. So even now you bring Zeke along with you that you're currently still Bless homeschooling. <laughs> Bless his little heart. Um, so talk about, you know, what, what does that look like for a family? What did you get them involved with? You know, uh, depending on their age, sometimes I would take them to an event, um, one or a couple, but we don't, we did probably more than anything. And Scott got real involved in this. We would campaign and, uh, they would go door to door. They got really good at knocking on doors. And, um, there were two things I remember we were, I think one time we were campaigning for someone, um, I will not give the name out, but you would know the person and, um, Zeke. It was a hot day and it had been like about three hours where we've been walking and, you know, we had our juice and our water, but I was getting a little tired too. And he got in the backseat of the truck and he's a little fella, you know, and he goes, can they just vote for the good guy? <laughs> and I thought, oh, it was that easy, sweetheart. Break um, it down. <laughs> yeah. Can we just vote for the good guy? But um, yeah, I love that with them because they got to see we were in a town. It was a small town and it was a very, again, a hot day. Um, and Zeke was in a stroller and 
we had put a sign up on that where it kind of leaned back a little bit to give him more shade. And he was, you know, drinking his juice and has little stickers. And the kids were all, we were on a corner and we were holding signs up. And we got some, you know, really ugly responses. And it was just interesting to watch my kids be like, well, that was unnecessary. You know, it just, it, it gave me some teaching moments. That's um, great. To, to get to spend that time. So, you know, it, and, and we prayed. I, I will say, um, in everything we do, that is one of my favorite things we do, it, whether it's praying for individuals or, um, it was a campaign where there were battle states. And so we, we made packets of each state and took it to different families that volunteered. So we all took like a battleground state and prayed for it. So there's endless things you can do and be, you know, um, creative and get more people involved that maybe they wouldn't be comfortable going and knocking on doors. But, um, you know, I, I took a friend, she came down and we were not walking through the hall. She's like, I can't go into a legislator's office. By the end of the day, we were almost having to drag her out of there. So <laughs> she, she found her group. It's amazing when people step into a little bit. It's like anything, guys. If you've ever, um, you know, if you are ever an usher at your church, you know, and you're like terrified at first, or you're going out doing street evangelism and you're knocking on a door. I mean, whatever you're going to do that has value is going to mean that we have to overtake our fears and step out into something. Right, Tracy. And that's one of the yeah. reasons why we created Christians Engaged is to practically bring people along little by little. So hopefully you're listening to Tracy's story here and you're going, oh, well, maybe this isn't so hard. Um, you know, what are a couple stories? And I love hearing your stories. What are a couple stories of moments that you will always treasure, whether those are suffering and persecution stories or, or victory stories um, that you look back on um, going, that kind of shaped my life in that moment. So right before I got involved, something I will never forget is I was supposed to speak at our women's uh, meeting at our church. And I'd gone to a prayer meeting the night before and people started praying for me. And they're praying stuff like tomorrow, you're going to lead women into battle. And, and I'm like, like people, I'm teaching ladies class. Come on. <laughs> you know, I don't what know about you, battle. What the heck? And I mean, they were some powerful prayers. So I'm driving home going, well, okay. You know, um, and the next morning I get up and I have a phone call. It's like, turn on your TV. And it was nine 11. Mm. So I packed the kids in the car. We get down to the church. We went to a, a, a large church and it is the, we're packed and I'm, I, you know, people are panicking. They're starting to give false information and, and God just puts on my heart, take the microphone. And, and if you know me, no, I'm not going to go up and like take the microphone, but it was just this, this needs to stop and we need to focus. And so um, I didn't teach that day. Uh, I led 200 something ladies in prayer wow. and I'll never forget I said, so if you will just try to get still and, and God can put things on your heart, you know, right now we could pray for the Pentagon and there's a guy in the Pentagon who needs prayer. And, and I literally said the name, Brian, mm. a couple of years later, I met Brian. Brian well, wow. So that story that will always stand out to me that God does put us on assignments you know he does and 
um, I think that just, whenever I think, whenever I think I'm not, maybe I'm off and, and, and I always want to check that, but he, if I sometimes have like this, I just don't think I know what you are wanting from me at all. He'll kind of direct me back to some of these points. And I think it's important to, to write some of these things down for people in their lives. And probably one of the next things that really stands out was getting a, a group of women to go down during the whole uh, pro-life uh, you know, battle that went on in 2013 and just to be spit at, yelled at, barked at, you know, and you being name it. in a very small uh, minority, right? Surrounded by hundreds of people on the other side advocating for the death of babies in the womb. That had yeah, to be yeah. It was it was it was probably one of the the most intimidation that I had directly. We were directly feeling. Although sometimes when you're sitting in hearings and they say things about you, you you know that you're just going, how does that even apply to a believer? I mean, like this was this was a almost like this spiritual oh it was it was a spiritual war you could feel it and one night we had worship out on the steps mm. and um just to watch all these people praying and worshiping on the steps and they finally let there were protesters and they kind of kept them back well they finally let them come up but troopers were around the front of the stage and we had some legislators that were at the front and they were they had their hands raised up and they were they were uh singing um a worship song and a guy took a megaphone and started screaming in one of my friend's ears with this wow. megaphone and he was cussing her out. And, you know, you would have thought maybe she would even have some kind of hearing, temporary at least, hearing damage. She didn't, she just kept focused. And I just remember that whole time, I never really felt fearful. Like we were there, there the night the whole thing went down. We, we were just gonna go pray, go home and come back the next day. And some people inside the, the chamber said, you better stay. And the next thing I know, we were getting told to get locked down in an um, office. And there were about 20, this is where I met Cindy S. Mewson for the first time and Joanne Fleming. Fast friends, <laughs> you know, in the heat of battle, yeah. which is a great point, Tracy. I mean, you can meet some of your closest friends um, doing political activism because, oh, you know, the world is against you, right? And, and we know as believers that the culture is more and more against us. Um, and we have to stay grounded in the word. We have to stay grounded in prayer, but we also need each other um, mm -hmm. more than ever before. And, um, and that's why I get to thank God that I'm with you. Yay. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is an encouragement. We do need encouragement. We need encouragement. We also sometimes need a, like, you know, I always appreciate that. I know I have strong people in my life that will say, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you going that direction? So I, I mean, it, it is not, it is for all of us to, I mean, I'm a believer that every one of us who have the, the citizenship in this country, you know, the vote is on us and, and that we should participate. And I think it's a gift and um, doesn't mean we don't have things we need to deal with or, or, or work to improve. That's crazy to think that you can't, you can't just take them and say, you can only have one. You know, you, you want to see the good and what is good and then protect the things that need a voice and then work to better those things that are clearly a problem. Yes. So you, uh, after years of serving with Texas Eagle Forum, I stole you away 
to help me with Christians engaged. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, um, we're honored to have you and your depth of expertise that we're going to be even developing. You are so crucial in helping us to bring our on-ramp to political activism class to life, but now we're developing more classes in 2021 on Austin and who knows what else we're going to be developing. But um, why did you feel called to join with this mission? And, and you know, why is it, do you think it's important for the state of Texas right now? Well, um, first answer, I knew my time was done with Texas Eagle Forum um, and the, the woman that was to take the place. It's like, I, I learned a long time ago, I don't want to be where I'm not supposed to be, but then if I'm there, I'm keeping someone from being where they need to be. Mm. So when I talked to you, you know, I didn't know where I was headed. I mean, I had a few things I was thinking about, but I remember we sat down, we had lunch and you laid this stuff out and I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then a couple of days later, you called back and said, so are you in? And I was like, oh, like, she really means it. Like we're moving. Yeah. Okay. And um, we couldn't have known what was coming. You know, we couldn't have known about the, you know, being locked down in a, a time. I mean, we face things in this country we could never have imagined. God knew. Yes. And God knew that that um, it's a time. It, it, and I think, you know, some of the things we talk about, I've already been thinking, you know, we're going to have to stand on biblical principle. We are going to speak the truth in love. Um, we're going to train others to do the same thing. And he knew for such a time as this. And it's so critical. That's why I just, I want to encourage people that if you're walking in a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you will know where you need to go. Mm. And if you're not, then you may want to know him because he'll show you where you need to go. You know, I mean, that's at the crux of everything that we do. That's what leads us. So good. And I just feel people getting, even as we're talking, Tracy, I just feel people getting courage um, because, you know, there's a lot of fear out there right now. Mm -hmm. um, on the podcast we just released last week with Rick Green, we talked about January 6th and how that's affected our hearts and how that's affected Americans. Um, so we, we're, we're, there's, we're in this fear generated media and culture that's constantly trying to push us down and make us silent. And I think your, your story is so powerful because you say, hey, I'm just a mom. I'm just someone that just took a step of faith and started getting involved and see what's happened. And I love that legislators all over the state of Texas like text you and seek out your counsel. And that is one of the most powerful things is when people realize that you're someone that loves them and can be there for them, right? Well, you That's know, of your words, words, words matter. You know, that's what we always taught our kids. Words matter. And um, whether it's praying for them, whether it was being down there and trying to discuss something in legislation, I always feel the burden that my words matter. And especially the, if I'm coming as a Christian, as a believer, but you know, it's really interesting to me and, and my family would 100% affirm this. I have such peace and in the midst of all this turmoil, I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's except just even as we've been working through this stuff with Christians engaged and we've been um, in the word more and just 
really um, taking things back to the word and making sure we grounded on this. Where does this go? What, you know, how do we apply this? And, but the thing is, when you, when you really look, we either believe he is who he says he is, or we don't. Mm. And I can't think of a time ever in my lifetime, more than now, that I need to know that. And I think by just trusting that he is who he says he is. And I may not understand. Um, I've had, I've been frustrated. I've cried. I've been happy. I've been sad. I've been all over the place, but, but there's this resolution in me. That's, you know, I know who is in me is greater than who is in the world. And I, I just don't fear. Mm. And, and I, I think we don't have to punch back, but we can fight back in a way that is standing on our principles we can always speak the truth and speak it in love that's what that's what he did that's what that's what jesus did so i that's what we're called to do amen so with that you need to join us for our weekly bible study because tracy bradford the one and only is joining us <laughs> at the first monday of every month so join uh me and tracy or tracy and i always say that backwards Tracy and I for our correct grammar Bible study. Um, and we're studying through the book of Psalms. This is my new book, Psalms, the on-ramp to a daily walk with Jesus. It's 10 of my favorite Psalms. And so if you love what we're producing here at Christians Engage, or maybe you just got blessed today listening to Tracy's story and would love to support us, everybody who gives in the month of January gets um, this book. So we'll send it out in the mail to you and bless you because... We, we don't want to just be funded just for the sake of funding. We want to bless you and encourage you in your walk, um, regardless of where you are uh, in this process. So Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This was fun. It was fun. Thank you for usually, being. Usually uh, we're doing something, teaching something. So this was fun. It's like just us sitting and having coffee. So yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, it wasn't so, oh my gosh, how many legislators are in the state capitol right now? No, we're, we'll be getting into that more, friends. Get ready for some more practical education on what's happening. Um, but hang out with us. Uh, get on our on-ramp to political activism class and let's help you. We want to help you learn and grow. So with that, Tracy, I love you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is a production of Christians Engaged. We are a nonpartisan nonprofit that exists to awaken, motivate, and educate ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation regularly, vote in every election, and engage our hearts in some form of political activism. To learn more about us, please visit our website at christiansengaged.org. That's christiansengaged.org.